Rolling in this sand is, is beating. Guy, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew for Thursday, March uh, 4th, 20, what? Yeah, March 4th, 2021. On today's episode, we got a Guinness Custody of the Week and a regular Custody of the Week. And at the start of the show, I do a freestyle intro off the top of my motherfucking dome. So I words, I gotta get a fucking other show. And you mumble it up, but you don't fucking stop. And you want it, and it, and you give it to the top. What's going on? Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, March 4th, 2021. How you doing? I hope you're doing okay. Are you feeling okay? How are you? I like that you, I like the way you look today. You you smell nice. <laughs> you smell nice today. I hope you're having a uh, pretty good week. I, I read on Twitter today or yesterday that uh, Gen Z is coming after Eminem because they've heard some lyrics that he sang in a Rihanna song and in 2010. They're listening to Rihanna and now these Gen Z kids are like, you know, I guess these kids, they're born in like 2003 or four or whatever the fuck. So they were only like six, but now they're like 17, 18 and they're like, you know, six when that Rihanna song came out in 2010 with Eminem and now they're now they're 17, 18 and they're listening back and they're going, well, these lyrics are horrific. This is absolutely, this is disgusting. This is deplorable. We need to get rid of Eminem. And then everyone's, they're all out. Like all these little kids are trying to like, oh, cancel Eminem. And everyone's like, <laughs> all the millennials are just like, yo, buddy, like, <laughs> good luck. Like, fuck you. Like, it's like, you 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 can't he's uncancelable <laughs> he, he thrives off being canceled that's literally like you guys don't remember 1999 this guy was coming after he was like he was the only that's he was t like insulting like other celebrities around him like other musicians like pop stars around him like by name being like fucking like Christina Aguilera and Fred Durst and argue who gave head to worst <laughs> fucking Carson sent me next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst <laughs> and fucking and like just going after boy bands and all that stuff and it's like I missed that Eminem brought this like culture he 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 was like it's funny to see like celebrities like beef each other like that man <laughs> I just literally like call you up for being trash and that was in the 90s and then he was getting awards too for it he was like throwing up his middle fingers and like fuck you fuck all this shit and they're like hell here you go like congratulations so uh yeah like it's like go well, why don't you listen to Kim like you hear the lyric that they're all pissed about is he like oh like you do this again I'm gonna tie you to this bed and then burn the house down again or something like that and it's like okay well <laughs> Like you guys are worried, you <laughs> Eminem has done a far lot worse to his lovers. How about slitting her throat and driving her down <laughs> shotgun in this fucking <laughs> so he can drive in the two person lane with Kim's? Listen to Kim. That's all I have to say to the Gen Zers who are trying to cancel Eminem is listen to Kim and then <laughs> and maybe it'll just be like the shock, like the fucking punch that they need to like punch them in it like because that's the point of it it's just like wow like you listen to that it's like okay well he couldn't possibly be serious you know like this is <laughs> that's what i thought when i listened to all that stuff you didn't take it you don't listen to eminem be like oh i'm gonna like chop my wife's head off and fucking drive around with her tied up in the trunk and stuff and think like oh like he does that like that's a good i thing to do that i should do it's like in the same way that you would characterize the person who wrote Saw or, or you know, as like some sort of like psychopathic like murderer. Like they're not advocating that you do that. But like 
He it was just like a form of entertainment. It was like horror, like um, like the genre, like a film genre, but personified in this like jokingly sort of. He that's why he blew up because you had never seen like funny horror before. Like he was super funny and like terrifying with these words at the same time. But his and he was just super funny. <laughs> so it was like he kind of invented a new genre of like being like a funny horror guy. And uh, and then, yeah, so like, <laughs> no, everyone's trying to cancel him now, but fuck that shit, man. I, I almost popped my shoulder out on the podcast. Holy fuck. Did you see that? That's how you do that is you just reach backwards just a little bit and then pop that shit out. Okay, so let's do a little bit of a how was my week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, what have we been up to here? You know what I did actually? I don't think I talked about it on the podcast, but I did stand up. I told you guys I was going to do stand up, but I did stand up in Kitchener, Waterloo. Whoops. I did stand up in Kitchener uh, for like 10 people. We did two shows because it was legally allowed to have 10 people. And the first show was just like all random comedy fans. And like they were there, they were down with the bar. The bar had done comedy before. And the guy who runs the bar is fucking super dope, man. Like he loves comedy. And like they run a tight, a really good kitchen too. They got like pigtails and shit. So I had some pigtails and like a brisket sandwich. And um, and the show was fun, dude. It was like nice just to go out there. And I was like, okay, well, I have no jokes. And it's like, I literally, I was like, if I go up there and just go and do my act from like before, it'll be like, I'll be like, what was, I was thinking like, what was all this for then? Like, what was the... I don't know, man. I just felt like it, I like I, I can't go up there and tell those same jokes that I told before because it, I wrote them in a different world. So it's like the context of society in which we live is completely different than what it was exactly a year ago. And if your jokes are so, you know, evergreeny, you know, that they have been able to slide through this transition, then that's maybe a testament to how good of a joke writer you are, that there's like this evergreen humor, but it also might be a testament to the fact that you're not really like digging personally for material and that you're just, you know, you're just kind of making jokes like, oh, boop, boop, oh, hey, up, and oh, <laughs> just kind of making sounds and and you know even though like I'm guilty of that as fuck but it's like you know there's always I feel like been an intention behind what I've been doing even though it's been masqueraded as like I don't know dumb or whatever but it's fun it's fun to be dumb if you're gonna be dumb you gotta be tough <laughs> but to me it's that was what I always found that was the funniest stuff growing up was like South Park was was like if you're if you were unintelligent, you would just look at that and see, well, that's like a show about a talking poo and like it's super dumb. But they be they became this like the most scathing satire um, and critical, you know, this it's almost like a critical analysis just disguised in shit and fart jokes. But, <laughs> you know, and if on the surface, if you're not. Um, you know, open enough to just like, you know, watch it and get it. Then you'll be like, oh, this is like offensive or dumb or stupid or like, you know, 
But you know, so that was always my favorite was that was that the smart was that always the smartest guys were hiding in the in in the dumbest, you know, like Hank Hill, King of the Hill. Those are like some of the fucking, you know, like <laughs> boom and those guys are so fucking stupid, but it's so smart. Like Mike Judge, like I don't know, Idiocracy, that movie, like it's like all the like it's such a scathing, you know, criticism and of deep philosophical um you know, represent or you know, maybe not representation, but it's just the definitely like you know, idiocracy is like a <laughs> we weren't far away from that movie, man. You know, so, anyways, fucking um, what the fuck? Why did I even bring that up? Kitchener, I went and did comedy for people who wanted to do to see it. Why the fuck did I bring that up? I don't know. Um, okay, moving on, pushing right along, chugging along on the podcast, nine minutes. Um, I went to Barry. I went sledding. There's a snow valley in Barry. I went with a bunch of my comedian buddies, Natish and Karen Soldo, <laughs> and fucking uh, and Reitz was there too. Mike Rita and <clears throat> and it was like sick because it was like a snow tube thing where they it's like at a ski hill where they hook your tube on and they tow you right up, and then the and then you go down the little chute and then down you go, and. I worked at a ski hill in Sunridge in Edmonton, and we were the first ones in Edmonton to have that. I remember when we installed this the tube park, it was like, whoa, man, like this is sick. We got to try it out. And the best part was that you didn't have to uh, walk up, man. That's the worst part about sledding and tubing and tobogganing as a young kid is that you got to walk back up. Scott Belford has one of the best jokes ever written about that. He said he, he, <laughs> he was jealous of the GT snow racer kids on the way down. But because uh, he had the crazy carpet, but on the way up, he said they had to carry their heavy GT snow racers and he had the crazy carpet flying in the wind, waving like a cape of freedom, freedom and poverty. <laughs> I fucking Scott Belford, man, is the funniest guy. Oh, that's who I'll get for the interview for the podcast for next week is Scott Belford, man. His a baseball podcast is finally getting a little bit of traction. Um, oh, I don't do that, bro. Why do you keep leaning back with the shoulder to try to fucking do that? So yeah, I was sick to go sledding. And then I took a video of me going down the hill. Uh, like I put a, like a little POV video, uh, but, and but I ended up my putting my thumb over the fucking camera. Cause I thought I was like being slick, like holding it like in a good way, uh, but I was holding it on the wrong side. I was like, Oh, I'm going to clip it right here. And then the camera will be, but then I clipped it with the wrong hand because I was holding on with my left hand and then I used my right hand to hold the camera and then I was like, yeah. And then I clipped it right over the fucking camera. Oh, and then I got to the bottom. I was like, yo, I took a video and everyone's like, yo, let's see. And then it was like, bum, 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 Like clothes, like fuck, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. And then I was talking about Socrates. I don't know. I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, okay, so let's do a little bit of uh, fucking time for Custy of the Week. Okay, today's Custy of the Week is actually a personal, is my number two fan, Taryn. My number two fan, Taryn. And Taryn got nominated by, um, by uh by nick on the discord server uh because fucking taryn <laughs> taryn said this let's all take a moment to be thankful mcdonald's discontinued the lobster roll i had one and nearly puked on the first bite <laughs> it's like okay buddy first of all you're in fucking saskatchewan 
do not eat any seafood. Don't eat any, don't eat any seafood. There's maybe shrimps if they were frozen on the boat. But do not, other than that, I've been, and trust me, Taryn, you know, you met me in Saskatchewan, bro. I've been to Saskatchewan a fuck ton. I probably spent like 2% of my life in Saskatchewan, honestly. And that's a lot of that, you know, 2%. That's a bit of a long time of your life to spend somewhere. I mean, fucking spent 2% of my life in Saskatchewan. And I can tell you right now, buddy, don't, don't, don't order jerk chicken in Saskatchewan and don't order seafood in Saskatchewan. When you're in Saskatchewan, you get that fucking beef, get that Sask Saskatchewan snow beef is good. Really fucking good. That's the thing is why do places try to do what they don't like? You're in Saskatoon. You got these berries. Make me a nice berry fucking pie with some beef. You know, you got the grains. Give me some nice bread. You know, just do that. You don't got to be making jerk chicken. I went to Blind Mike to rest in peace. This fucking took me to this jerk chicken place. He's like, this is the best place. And this guy fucking, and it was a Jamaican dude too. So I was really shocked, but I think he realized uh, like he didn't have to. <laughs> It's like, I don't have to, you know, I could, but I don't have to because <laughs> I was coming from here eating like proper ass jerk chicken for like six bucks at the time, man, when I moved here, jerk chicken was six bucks, not seven bucks for a small, but it was six bucks. And then you go to this place and it's like a restaurant, sit down restaurant. It's like 1495 for a jerk chicken. You're like, fuck, okay, whatever. It's going to be a big plate. It comes out with the rice and and peas, and it's just shitty rice and peas, and then a fucking bag salad, like, you know, like the garden bag salad, and then there's a chicken breast that's just been, like, smashed and, like, not even, like, somehow pan-fried, but not crispy or, like, unsauteed. I don't know. And it just had, like, it, it just had, like, paprika and stuff. Like, it did not taste like jerk chicken at all. <laughs> I don't know, man. So if you guys know, if you're in Saskatoon, you know the fucking jerk chicken place that I'm talking about, man. But that shit is whack. So anyways, Taryn is custody of the week now because he fucking ate a lobster roll from McDonald's. And then, yeah, everyone else was like, why would you do that? Seemed like, and then Taryn said, seemed like a good idea at the time. And Nick said, I nominate you for custody of the week. But it was like five years ago, they did a Canada-wide promo each week and lobster was the East Coast one. So there was a lobster roll. Um, yeah, so eating any sort of seafood from a fast food restaurant, that's custody. That'll get you a custody strike. Ordering a lobster in Saskatchewan will get you a number two custody strike. And then from McDonald's, like that's just, that's number three. But Taryn, that's all right. <laughs> You're fucking still number two, bro. You're still number two in my heart. <laughs> okay, now what else do we got? We got lobster what do we have 15 minutes okay we might as well just shut down okay thank you to everybody who pays for the show uh anthony blair joel mike d patrick nick and mac bubba marnus taryn bryce and motherfucking hall of fame colette and andre say the name uh shout out to mink hi mink hi mink hi mink hi mink and mac and pg and calm what's going on uh brothers grim 118 and uh yeah okay oh and our sponsor kingtutscannabis.com i've been i'm sending out the stuff uh, Patrick, the stuff that I had from earlier is going to get sent out with this batch. So everybody's getting their extracts. Don't fucking worry about it. Okay. You know, I got shit going on. You guys know I'm good for it. Okay. The time, the time lengths, but I showed you, I got it and I don't know how to smoke it. So, you know, it's coming down the pipe eventually. <laughs> I'm not a fucking a depot, 
But I'm, I'm running. I'm doing the best I can. But you, I'm good for the extracts. Don't worry. You guys are coming. KingTutsCannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. And if it's your first time, you'll get 15% off because we still want your motherfucking number in the tester. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Fucking A. Okay, what do we got? We got... Oh, I ate the lobster roll. And I pooped a hole. In my Levi's, down my thighs, I got a lobster poop. Lobster poop! Well, I ate a lobster roll. Lobster roll from McDonald's, you know. From McDonald's, you know. And I shit a hole in my Levi's, dripping down my thighs. Alright, G7, yeah. G7's a nice chord to end on. It's a G7, yeah.